You're listening to Long Island's number one couples podcast. I'm Christian, the boyfriend. And I'm Alyssa, the girlfriend. And this is BFVGF. Subscribe for more podcasts and be sure to give us five stars wherever you stream us. What's good, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of BFVGF. Alyssa, I am so pumped today. How are you doing and how is your stomach doing? Because I just heard a little... That was my mouth. Oh, your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm doing all right, Christian. Yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear. Alyssa is in. Alyssa and you guys are really in for a treat this episode because although we don't necessarily label ourselves as a comedy podcast... Y'all are going to be crying this episode, okay? So it is very, I mean, I don't want to set expe- expectations too high. Alyssa has no clue what I have planned for today's episode. I'm scared. But it's going to be really phenomenal. So I guess let's just jump right into it. All right. So Alyssa, did you know that I am the heir to upwards or entitled to upwards of $8.5 million? No, you're not. I am. Do you not believe me? No, I don't. You don't believe me? No. Well, let me, let's break down why I am actually entitled to $8.5 million. I mean, maybe not all of it, but definitely a certain percentage of this um, inheritance. So I received an email the other day, Alyssa, on my primary email account, which is just, I'm not going to say what it is, excuse me. (laughs) a joke is this a joke i mean it may or may not be i don't know if i'm honest but let me break it down okay so just fixing a couple of the levels here on the mic because i have a feeling we're gonna get a little loud here so i received an email on my primary email account it's dated here august 4th and it's from a miss maria bernard and you're thinking, and here's the subject line of the email. Can I really trust you that you are not going to scam me out of my money? Question mark. And so I was just like, this is interesting. So the email reads as follows. I hope you all are buckled into your seat because it's about to get really awesome. So the email reads as follows, hyphen, hyphen, underscore, or enter. By the way, it's to undisclosed, undisclosed recipient of recipients. So who knows if I'm the only one that got this email, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only heir to the throne. Um, greetings to you. By the way, a lot of the lettering in this email is lowercase. Like I, every I in this email is lowercase. So <laughs> greetings to you. I lowercase hope I lowercase meet you in a good spirit. My name is Miss Maria Bernard. I am 17 years old. I'm the only, no comma, I'm the only surviving child of my late parents, Mr. and Mrs. Nelson Bernard. I lost my parents and my only kid brother mysteriously on a car, not in a car accident, on a car accident on their trip to Ivory Coast, where my daddy runs his oil firm, parentheses, company. No, I didn't know what that was. Thanks for specifying, which I was so lucky that I was not in the car with them that faith Friday morning on 27th July, 2013. Their death has cost me so much pains physically and mentally because I was just 10 years when I lost them. And ever since then, 
I have been staying with my late father's brother, Mr. Edwin Bernard, who has been treating me like a slave in my own father's house ever since I, lowercase, lost my parents. No period. I have been serving my, what does it say? I've been serving my uncle as a servant from the first day he parked in to claim all my late father's investments. The email continues. For, well, you know, let's just stay, let's take a break here. Alyssa, j- j- just at this point, are you reading further? What do, what's going through your head just from what I've read to you thus far? It's a very strange email. <laughs> what does this have to do with you? Uh, you're going to see. It's going to get very interesting. The email continues. My late father is a well-known man in the Republic of Uganda. Because Uganda? Of it, <laughs> you, yeah, Uganda's a country, Alyssa. <laughs> I know, but are you Ugandan now? I, I don't think it's politically incorrect. Alyssa, am I black? Am I? <laughs> no, but okay. The email continues. Be, uh, the Republic of Uganda, because of his personality in the business world, which his brothers have to end up sharing and misused because of their greediness and lack of education, all they want is to share the property which they have succeeded to achieve. Period. This is the first period in the whole email. Okay? This is, we're only about a third of the way through. You ready? Email continues. I've been living a sorrowful and lonely life over here since the incident. I was a bit younger, as I said before, and earlier this year, 10th of January, 2020, I discovered a deposit certificate in my late father's abandoned stationery, which stated that the certificate proved that my late father has made in a deposit in a bank called Bachichi Bank, PLC, Abidjan in Ivory, in parentheses, a deposit worth of $8,500,000. And in case I didn't know what that was, in parentheses, dollar sign 8.500 space 000.00 million dollars. By the way, if you put the dollar sign, you don't put the word million after, but I digress, nor dollars. So the email continues, in Ivory Coast, where he was running his oil business on March 06 slash 03 slash 2011. So at this point, I'm reading the email, this is about a week ago, and I'm just like, I'm intrigued. I'm like, so where's this going? I heard, I see money, dollar signs, 8.5 mil. All right, okay. How much, this woman, this child, excuse me, continues, I've gone to the bank to make necessary verification about the existence of the funds, and I'm so glad and happy that the bank manager of the Bichichi Bank has its positive and existing that it is, that is the reason why I contact, like as if the, like, what is it? Like that the funds are positive and existing. Okay, whatever, I digress. <laughs> that is the reason why I contacted you, so that I can introduce you to the bank as my partner so that the Bachichi Bank can let me have access to my funds. (laughs) The Bachichi Bank. (laughs) (laughs) Can let me have... So I've reached out to you so you could ask you to be my partner so that the Bachichi Bank can let me have access to my funds because they said that, that they cannot release the money to me until I get someone to back me up as partner just because of my young age, because they can transfer the funds to any foreign account. I really need to relocate from the country to have a new life abroad and somehow a new family, if you can accept me as your daughter. (laughs) (gasps) What? 
So Alyssa, <laughs> I have a daughter. Okay, there's a daughter out there looking for her father, me, and she has eight million point eight point five million in cash in a suitcase, and she's ready to move to the U.S. Where'd she get your email? I'm crying. I I lost my space. Oh, there it is in the spot of the email. So if you accept me as your daughter, I will period second period in the whole email. I will recommend you to the Bajiji Bank director as my partner. And somehow I have chosen as the beneficiaries of my funds who I have also chosen to help me protect and invest on my funds when I relocate to your country. What country is she in? I'm assuming Uganda. Uganda? You gotta be killing me. Or kidding me, excuse me. I can't talk. You gotta be killing me. You gotta be kidding me. Your sick period. No space. Lowercase y. Your suggestions and ideas will be highly regarded. No period. Space. Finally. Comma. I have some questions to ask you. Please. I'm all ears. I'm all ears, Miss Bernard. I'm all ears. One. What percentage of the total amount in question will be good for you after the money has completely transferred to your account? So, this is just question one. So, because I'm going to be her partner, she's going to transfer 8.5 US million US dollars to my bank account. And she we and so she's like, "So what percentage is good for you?" Um, how about all of it? I mean, I, I don't know, like I would take all of it, right? Yeah. But I digress. Question two. Are you, com- are you completely giving me your trust that you will not deny me my funds if it's transferred to your account because of my age? Because she, by the way, she never specifies. Oh, excuse me. She says she's 17 at the top of the email here. So they're going to give me $8.5 million and I have to agree that I'm not going to steal it all from her. That's question two. Number three. Can I really trust you that you are not going to scam me out of my money? Question mark. Notice that's also the subject of the email. <laughs> And then finally, question four, are you willing to help me? Because I don't have anything to help myself to get the money released without your full assistant. <laughs> Wait, where'd she get your email? And the final sentence of the email here, really icing on the cake. Please consider this and let me know your mind as soon as possible. I will hear from you for your willingness. I will send to you my picture and the document you needed to see okay. Yours sincerely, Miss Maria Bernard. Well, Miss Maria, if you're out there, excuse me, Miss Bernard, I apologize. Call your daughter. Listen here, little girl. (laughs) If you're out there, daddy knows you're scared. (laughs) Okay, I'm here for you. We don't have enough room in this house for her. She can come live in the basement with me, Alyssa. It's okay. No, she can't. You don't like that she's 17? No. So, Alyssa, I replied. You did? (laughs) I replied to the email. You want to know what I replied with? Yeah. Okay, so let me read my, my reply here. I said, I kept it really short and sweet. Dear Miss Bernard, I would love to help you. You can keep most of the money. I would just like a small amount of $100,000 so that I can pay off my college debt. You should have asked for at least a million. (laughs) Please send me whatever documents I need. Sincerely, 
Chris. <laughs> and I've yet to hear a response. I really wanted to do this episode and have a response for you. But unfortunately, Miss Maria Bernard did not get back to me. You should ask for at least a million. You know, I was thinking about that, but I felt like a million was a little too high. It might scare her off. Listen, I just want to pay off my college debt and a little extra for a rollie. That's all I want. What about my college debt? So listen, I have a daughter to take care of, Alyssa. I can't be concerned with you anymore. <laughs> okay? So, but yeah, I'm entitled to, or I'm the heir. Or I'm just going to steal, I should say. $8.5 million. And I also have a daughter. So, Alyssa, now that I've read to you the whole ordeal and exchange, initial thoughts. Scam. Really? I didn't, you know, when I read it, I didn't think that. I didn't think it was a scam. I thought it was a Uber scam. I Because th- what she's going to do is she's going to send the money to your account and then it was really a fake check. And then she's going to ask for you to send it all back. And then you're going to be sending $8.5 million to her. And then when your, um, when the initial thing bounces, now you're just going to have negative $8.5 million in your account. Well, you know, it's funny how the financial world works because the joke's on her. That's not how it works. Because uh, if you do not have the money in your account, um, I wouldn't say your car defaults, but it just, it cancels. It does not let, you know... So this is what happened with me recently. I have an Apple Music subscription and it's $5 a month. <laughs> and uh, it was supposed to renew this month and then they uh, they got the notification that it was canceled. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I didn't have enough money in my bank account for uh, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I could not, even if I wanted to, send her. That's why, like, this is a big, just a little side p- point here. That's why when people write like or they forge fake checks, they can't like put down an an like unbelievable amount of money. That's why it's stupid. Because if you go to take a million dollars from somebody's account and they don't have a million dollars, then not only will it not go through, but it'll be flagged and like the Fed will be at the bank. Well, yeah, I just don't think I think this person really is from Uganda and they don't really understand how American money works because when you send the 8.5 million, it's not just going to give them 8.5 million dollars. It's going to send them whatever three dollars are in my bank account, you know? Yeah. And so then this is why I'm just like, well, is this fake? Because even all the scams, like everybody knows the Indian scams that like they call you and they're just like, you have to redeem the iTunes card. No, I will redeem the iTunes card, sir. You see yeah. all the videos of them getting like really, you know, like upset and whatnot. And I'm just like, well, I wonder if this is real or not, because why is she asking? She's not asking me to send her any money. And I understand your idea for the scam. You're just like, so she would send me money, air quotes whatever amount it is, and I would have to send her the money back. And so maybe what she's hoping for, this, I'm just thinking about it, this is all in the moment here, like that she'll send me money, in air quotes, and I'll send her like a dime back, but they'll take any money they can scam from me, you know? Yes, yeah, because in the off chance where you are a millionaire, then she would be getting $8.5 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm just like, so I'm really conflicted on this because I'm waiting to hear my response, but I'm just like, she hasn't, I'm like, could this be real? Because obviously this person does not speak English very well. Their grammar is all a mess. They're very illiterate in that sense. Um, but it was still, I was still able to read the email. And so obviously you think right away scam, but with everything she's describing and the way she's put it, I'm just like, 
you know, there's a chance here. Also, how did she get my primary email account? This is like another big thing for me. It's very weird. Because my email is not just out there. Yeah. So I don't think it's really attached to anything. Maybe she found me on Facebook. Maybe my Facebook has my email attached. Like, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, your email is just right? Yeah, you know, Alyssa, I didn't want to share that with the oh, world. No, because, they don't know your I mean, it's not that hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just going to get a bunch of spam in my primary email account. <laughs> I'm just taking note of this here. So I'm going to, okay, I know where to bleep it. All right, awesome. Um, and so... You good, fam? You doing like dance moves while we're talking here? Stretching, sorry. Stretching. And so what I wanted to ask you, now that you've heard all this, is would you take the money? I mean, to know that it's real, I'd probably need to like video chat them or something. Well, it's funny. She was like, I'll, if you respond to me, I'll send you a photo of me and the documents you need. What if I get like actual like Republic of Uganda documents to like sign? I don't know. This is all weird. This is a very weird, elaborate scam. You know, I mean, a hunt, listen, it's probably a scam, but I just like to have fun with it and like see what if it actually turns into something. Because it's I've, like, what if she, Maria shows up at your door and you have to explain to your parents, this is my 17-year-old daughter, Maria. And she looks nothing like, like me. She's from another country. I'm just like, what if? It's like, I am Maria. She's like, I'll give you the money, but I need your address. I'm like, I'm not comfortable with that trade. I'm not... <laughs> I'm like 2% Nigerian. Alyssa, she could be your daughter. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But so what I really wanted to take out of this podcast or this episode at least was, Alyssa, do you have any instances in which you've been scammed or you've had creepy experiences with other individuals? Because I feel like you've had some and I wanted to get into that. Well, I mean, I've never been scammed. Well, I've never been scammed either. I'm talking about experiences you've had where people have tried to scam you. It could be anything from as tiny as like the carnival where they try to make you hold on to the bar for 100 seconds, but it's not possible all the way up to someone from the Republic of Uganda is trying to send you $8.5 million and you need to sign these documents right now. I mean, I've never been scammed like that, but I've had people from other countries try to like get with me when I was like a child. Well, can you go into that a little bit? When I, I would especially get these emails when I was like 14, 15, not emails, messages when I was like 14, 15. And I would just get messages from like random Indian men. I have no idea how they would get my kick and my WhatsApp and whatever, but they would like try to like get me to send photos and stuff like that. I've gotten wee wee pics from older Indian men and I've seen things that I'd rather not seen in my life. I could have lived without. Do they have the macaroni filter? No, <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately, there was no macaroni filter on the wee wee photos you got. Yeah, it's just straight up. In case you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's a reference to a TikTok thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I listen. I know you have a lot of experiences. I need. I need to get something from you here, Alyssa. Well, there was this one time. I think his name was Hazim or Hazam, something like that. I was like fourteen or fifteen, and um, he wanted to like marry me or something. And he told me he showed my photo to his mother and like she approves and he likes my eyes. Because I, I guess they don't have eyes like mine in India or Pakistan, wherever he was. And um, yeah, it was very creepy. And there was another instance like a few years ago before I met you. Um, <laughs> this guy randomly found my WhatsApp and he's like, hi, BB. I might actually still have... 
Let me just see if I have the message. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Here's $20. I still, oh, I have to reinstall WhatsApp. I'm not sure if it's worth doing it right now, but what were like the ideas? Like, give us a general understanding of what the kind of messages were. Well, he was saying that um, he's he's like, mm, good morning, BB. Uh, I'm in New York. Uh, let me visit you, baby. And I'm like, I think you have the wrong number. Like this, like I don't know you. And he was like, um, he what did he say? He was like saying that like uh, he was like, no, baby, I want to visit you. And then he like sent me my own picture, like, but zoomed in on my profile picture, like a zooming in on my face. And then right after that, he sent me straight up porn. Damn. Like literally like is, is he showing me like what he wants to do or something like very creepy. Do you think he was a real, let me put it like this. Do you think he was a real person who was just like awkward and trying to get with you in whatever weird way? Or do you think he was like a scammer? Do you think he was like an actual guy who might've actually been in New York? I think it was, I don't know if he was in New York, but he was, he definitely wanted something from me. Yeah. But you don't think he was like a real, do you think he was a real person or not? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe so. I feel like a lot of women can relate to that random Indian DM text. Yeah. 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 It's very disturbing. To just get random porn from somebody. Now, tell us a lot about these other experiences you've had with creepy old men. I know you have stories from Starbucks, and you really went into so much tea when you went, when we went on to Ryan's podcast, and I want you to basically spill that now. Okay, I actually didn't get into this on Ryan's podcast with the Starbucks story. Oh, even better then. But when I was 16, I worked at Starbucks, right? As one does. And quite frequently, believe it or not, even though I was ugly and fat, um... <laughs> I would get like hit on and a few times like people have like complimented my eyes and whatever. There's this one old Indian guy who like said I had like a glow or something. And I was like, thanks. And this one guy was like, girl, what's your ethnicity? And I was like, I'm white, like American. He's like, no, what's your, your real ethnicity? Like I was like, I'm Italian. Polish, Russian. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm not like. I'm, what What was he trying to get out of you? I don't know. If I'm being honest, like I'm not like mixed. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I'm a lot. Of, I'm like. It, ten, you know what he wanted? Different things. He wanted you know. to say I'm a hundred percent sexy. He's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely no. Um, but one time I was on break, and I was like. You have like, when you're working at Starbucks, you have like a 15 minute break and you get a free drink and one free food item. So I was trying to like scarf down my food because it's always too hot to eat, but I always have to like scarf it down in the 15 minutes. Um, and this guy came up to me and he's like, where's the record store? And I'm like, excuse me, what? He's like, where's the record store? I'm like, there's not a record store in this mall. Like, I'm sorry. He wanted you to be like, I could play you, baby. Stop. And so I was like, and then he's like, How old are you? And I was like, 16. And he's like, Too young. And he walks away. And then he comes back and he's like, Do you have any sisters or cousins? I'm like, No, they're all younger than me. And he's like, How old? I'm like, 
young. The fact that you kept engaging in conversation with him and didn't hit him with like a barista apron or something is amazing to me. And then he like asked for my number. And I was like, sorry, like I'm working. I can't give you my number. It's just very weird. And I think he like complimented me or something on my eyes or something. Yeah, I would never take harassment like that. I could never. It was very strange. I was very uncomfortable. This is an old man. He's an old man for clarification. He wasn't like a young guy. He asked me where the record store was. You know, it's okay. COVID probably got him. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Stop. What? No, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. I don't wish death on anyone. But yeah, that was that was a creepy story. Old men story. And this one guy, this one time I was like with my friends, I was probably like 12 walking to like town and this guy like pulled over next to us and asked if we needed a ride. Damn predator alert. Yeah. So good thing we didn't get in there. He had like a van. He was like, do you girls need a ride? You know, that just reminds me because when I was younger and it was like about a block away for people who live in the Belmore area, Jacob Gunther Elementary School is riding my bike down this block and I'll never forget, it was a textbook example of a predator. It was this older woman. I was like riding my bike down the street and she called out to me. She was in her house and she was like, hey, and I stopped my bike right on the sidewalk because I was just riding and she was like, hey, little kid or whatever. And she was being really nice and cordial. She was like, can you come inside and help me move some boxes? And I was just like, I have a feeling she don't have any boxes to move. And my dad was riding his bike um, with me, but he was a little further behind. So I was like, hey, dad, like predator on this block. And I don't remember. We didn't do anything about it because I forgot which house it was because I was so young and so stupid. But I really wish I caught that individual because I can only imagine. Listen, she didn't want no 11 year old who was like really short at the time to come help her out move some boxes. She had some bad intentions. If not her, there's probably someone behind the door ready to hit me with a bat or something. I mean, you never know if it was just somebody who was stupid, you know. She wanted me to come in her house. Uh-uh, sis. Uh-uh. You needed me to throw you the newspaper? Fine. I ain't walking in your house. Because she knew I wasn't with my dad because my dad was further behind. So maybe she like meant for both of you to help her? Uh-uh. I don't think so because she slammed the door shut when my dad came. Who knows? Who knows? Tell us about the story. When, see, I, why do I have to ask you? Why can't you just share with the universe and with the world? You got free movie tickets for being harassed, did you not? Oh, yeah, I did. He says, this was with my friend Cassie. And we were watching a movie. And you know how, like, they have a stupid thing going on in a theater by us where you have to, like, buy your tickets ahead of time. Like, you have to pick out your seats before you go into the movie. Right. And so me and my friend Cassie, there were no seats next to each other. You want to know why? Because everybody, they book two, they book, uh, book two seats and they leave one. And then the next person will, they'll, they'll leave a seat because they don't want to be right next to somebody. And so now, now there's a bunch of single seats everywhere because of the stupid um, policy where you pick seats beforehand, which shouldn't exist in my opinion. Because why do you need to pick a seat beforehand for a movie? So yeah, there's a bunch of single seats. So I tell my friend Cassie, worst case scenario, we tell everyone to move down. Are they going to say no to us? Like, you know, we can't sit next to each other. We can't. I'm not just going to sit across from my friend at the movies. You know what I mean? Like, that's stupid. It's just the two of us. It was a horror movie. So um, I tell her that we both have anxiety, but she, you know, she has it and I have it. But, you know, I, I was able to speak up for her. I was like, I'll ask them. Like, don't worry. Like, I got you, girl. So um, 
we um, we went to the movies and then we see in the front there's like the handicap seats that are like usually empty. So we're like, okay, we could just sit here and if somebody actually needs the seats, like we'll move, you know, like no problem. And we'll ask somebody else to move down so we could sit together. So we sat in the handicap seats and I'm pretty sure it was like right before the movie was going to start. The first thing we hear is like this guy yelling, like I'm going to bash their heads in with the soda. And we're just like frozen. And this guy right off the bat is like cursing and yelling at us to get up. Like he didn't even say, oh, I'm sorry, you guys are in the wrong seat. He was like, they know what they're doing. Look at them. They know they're guilty. He was straight up yelling at us, like harassing us to the point where we were scared to get up. Like we, we weren't like just sitting there, like we're not going to move for you. We were like scared. We were frozen. Like we were scared. We were young teenagers. Like, so, um, when they finally, went they actually went to get somebody to move us we were like oh finally we can get up like I, I don't want to you know I, I didn't want to um engage with them and I was very scared so we took the opportunity to get up and sit somewhere else because they were straight up yelling at us cursing at us it was terrible so we got up we moved um and then I remember when the movie ended they were like we were the last ones in the theater and they were there too. It was a couple. They, I guess they must've been mentally handicapped because they were insane. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, so we waited and my friend Cassie's like, they're still there. Like, what are we going to do? So we quickly like did a quick run and we got out and then we went to the front desk to like tell them what happened. Cause we were really scared. We're like, you know, we just sat in these seats and we sat in the wrong seats, but you know, these people came up to us and were threatening us from the right off the from the get-go like with violence you know we were very scared we, we didn't know what to do so they gave us free movie tickets and they said next time to like tell them right away and they'll call the police because that's like a threat and you know you can't be threatening somebody saying you're gonna bash their heads in like that sounds like like they want to kill us you don't say that about anyone especially just because these two young girls accidentally sat in your seat and you can politely ask them to move like if that were me and somebody sat in my seats, I would say, I'm sorry. Like, I think you guys are in the wrong seats. I wouldn't go up to them and start yelling at them. Like, that's terrible. That's like, that guy's going to be a serial killer. Like, if you get that mad over two young teenagers accidentally or whatever, sitting in your seats because the, well, the seats are taken and, you know, you get so mad about that without even talking to them and asking them to move nicely. If that gets you so furious that you want to kill them, then like you have a problem. Yeah, serial killer in the making. Yeah, like that guy, like, I hope he got arrested or something because at one point, because that is high key. Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that sounds just really aggressive. I would never, like, talk to someone like that at the movie theaters, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, he didn't say it to us, but I could hear him saying, like, I'm going to bash their heads in. Like, we're like, oh, I wonder who's he's talking about. And then he comes right up to us. <laughs> it's like, bro. Um, but yeah, that experience, quite scarring. I mean, and it was a horror movie, so that's even worse. You know, do you remember what movie? Uh, I, th I think it was one of the Conjuring movies. Like, it might have been Annabelle. Oh, damn. Those are the worst. Those are scary. I can't deal with those kind of movies. Yeah. yeah I'm more of a original poltergeist kind of guy where it's still scary but not like crazy i love know? horror movies yeah i couldn't relate i can't relate i love like the thrill of being a little scared or sometimes when i used to be at sleepovers with my friends we used to like have a ouija boards and stuff and i kind of love to like be creeped out and think there's ghosts in the room like that that kind of stuff kind of like 
I kind of liked that. I was kind of drawn to it. Yeah, that's not my vibe. That's not my style. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't relate. Mm. Any other stories? Harassment, creepy old men. Oh, this one time when I worked at Rue 21. So I worked at Rue 21 before I worked at Starbucks. And I ended up leaving Rue 21 because Starbucks offered me more money. That's what happened. I, I literally, they were like, oh, they pay you um, $8 an hour. Well, here we pay $10 an hour. So I was like, okay. So then I had to leave Rue 21. But the managers understood, you know. That's how it works. But I mean, I, for some reason, I always get the job on the spot. I don't know if that just means that I apply to bad jobs because they always hire me on the spot. Maybe that's alarming or maybe I'm just a really good interviewee. I don't know. But um, so I ended up leaving Rue 21. But Rue 21, first of all, the assistant manager, she was like super nice. Her name was Irene. And she like would buy me like those Taco Bell, um, what are they called? Cinnamon Delights all the time on the company credit card. <laughs> Damn. So if there's somebody like the owner of the business ran it up, he'd be like, why are they always going to Taco Bell? Well, I, I think we're allowed to just get snacks here and there. I was like, okay. She's very sweet. We're friends on Facebook now. It's like you're eating all the profit. You're <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember there was this one guy and he came up to me and he was like, he's asking me where the chef's hats are. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. This is like a Rue 21. Like, we don't have chef's hats. And um, he he told me that he's Jamaican. And like, he wants to like teach me his language and his culture. He's like, I'm Jamaican. I'm teaching you my culture. And then um, he went to shake my hand. What's that about? And I was like, okay. So I shook his hand, but then he wouldn't let go of my hand for like two minutes. So I'm like, sweating. are you serious? Two minutes is a very long time. I think it was like two minutes. I was like sweating. I was like, <laughs> like, sir, are you gonna let go of my fucking hand? You gonna? <laughs> and then he lets go, and I'm pretty sure I told the manager. I was like, this guy like wouldn't let go of my hand. Like, kind of weird. So then uh, he asked me when I get off work. Well, yeah, he. After, before I told the manager about it, he was like, when do you get off work? Like, um, and he asked for my number and I was like, sorry, I can't give that out. Like I'm working. So then, um, I see him again, another shift. I love your rationale. Not because you're a creepy dude and you leave me the hell alone. It's, it's, I'm working. If you, if you I hit me up when that. I'm not, if you hit me up when I'm not working, you totally got my number. No. But. So then I'm working another shift another, another day and he comes by again and I'm trying to hide behind clothes because I don't want to interact with this man. And I'm pretty sure he still found me. And he asked if I'd like to get lunch with him, like when I get off work. And I said, no. And I told my manager again, I'm like, this guy literally came up to me again. This happened. And I'm kind of nervous. I feel like he's stalking me. Like he asked, I think he also asked me when I work, like for my schedule or something. So I tell my manager about all this and she said that if he comes again and like harasses me and tries to get me to like go on a date with him or something that like she'll like get like the security involved. So that's my Rue 21 story. So I take it he never came back? No, but I think I, I might have like quit before then because 
I went to Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, so some Jamaican soul out there. He went back and he was just like, oh, she's not working here anymore? Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. <laughs> well, no, I love all cultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, anything else? Um, You have so many stories. And then we come on the podcast and you're just like, I have nothing to share. <laughs> well, people just message me a lot and I don't know. Let's, let's see. Have you gotten any weird stuff from the TikTok clout? No. Well, not he's not a creepy old man, but I got this guy that just sent ass, question mark. <laughs> Very romantic. I was blown away. Damn, he really, he hit everything on the right note. Yeah. There's this one guy, he wasn't like a creepy old guy, but he DM'd me on like Facebook and he asked me out and I'm like, no, like, sorry, like, sorry, no. I think I was single at the time. And he's like, why? What is it? Like, is it because I'm ugly? Like he like went off and he's like, this always happens. I might have the message. Take your time. It was through Facebook Messenger? Yeah. Oh my God. Because I'm ugly. Who would say that? Oh, yeah. Here, I have the messages. So, no disrespect to this guy. I'm not going to, like, spill his name or anything because, like, you know, he seems like a nice guy. It's just <sighs> kind of strange. So, he says, hey, I know I may not be the best looking. This is how he opens up. This is, he, he just added me on Facebook. He's like, hey, I know I may not be the best looking, but I am a good person. I'm respectful and I'm not some douchey guy who just wants to have sex. I'm old fashioned and I like to go out and have a nice time. I work really hard and I'm really mannerful and I treat women with the uttermost respect. If you're interested, send me a message and maybe we can go out for a coffee or a drink. Sorry about that. Let me make something very clear. It, uh, no guy should have to say that I'm not like this. If you have to specify what you're not like, let me tell you what he is like because he just said it. You know? So then I said, it's okay. That sounds really sweet, actually, but I'm away at school. Sorry, because this is while I was away at school. And he said, sorry, it's my fault anyways. I knew I was too ugly. <laughs> and then I said, nah, it's not that you're ugly. It's just I'm like nine hours away from home. And he said, can you be honest with me about something? And I said, sure. <laughs> and he said, am I unattractive? And what can I do to fix myself? And I said, you are an unattractive man. Just have some confidence. And he said, I've tried that and it hasn't worked in the past four years. And it's not like I am that picky. I just want it, a cute girl who, I just want it, a cute, he said, I just want it, a cute girl. So it, uh, so I don't know what that means, but it's typo, who's girl and has goals, you know? And I said, well, I said, it's not about you. It's that I'm away at school. I'm sure there's somebody in Massapequa who will date you. Having confidence is the only way you'll find someone. And he said, no, I understand that. It's not that I don't know how to have confidence. And when I feel it, it still doesn't work. And I'll date anyone around the island. It doesn't matter. And I said, believe it or not, I struggled with confidence. And for a while, I wondered why no one liked me. And then he said, what made you feel better about yourself? So it's just, it's a strange conversation. <laughs> I just, I felt bad for the guy because like, you know, it's just, it was, it sounded sad, but I tried to help him. That's who I am. I always try to help people. Yeah. You're a good Samaritan. Yep. Yeah. And there's this one guy 
who I think I, I might have mentioned it already on the podcast. I'm not sure, but I um I agreed to go on a date with him and then um we had winter break. I said, after winter break, I'll go on a date with you. And then I came back to school, but I had a boyfriend. I had Christian already. So that was really awkward. And then he continued messaging me after that, but like I ignored him because he's like, um, I said, when break is over, he said, that sounds great. Then he said, Hey, I ignored him. He said, did you still want to get that coffee? I ignored him. Then he sent me another message like months later, like January. He said, did you still want to get that coffee? And then September he says, Hey, and then I said, hey, and he said, what's up? How you been? And I ignored him. So does that make you happy? I just like how you hit them with the hey or the no response. Meanwhile, when those when those girls from college texted me, I have to specify, by the way, I have a girlfriend, so leave me alone. Well, my status says that I have a boyfriend, so it's not a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I just, I get messages and I just wish like guys knew when to stop and like what's creepy and what's not because it's just like, I can't even tell you like how many like inappropriate pictures I've gotten from people. The harassment's through the roof. Yeah. Did I already talk about, I already talked about the story with them. The friend for you, from your school on this podcast, right? Or was that? What about the friend from my school? You know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. What are you talking about? Somebody messaged you that I go to school with? That you used to go to school with. What do you mean that I used to go to school with? Oh, you mean Kellenberg? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that one's that's awesome. I don't think we talked about that on the podcast, though. Do you want me to? 100%. Okay. So there was this boy... And, um, I went to middle school with him and I don't want to spill his name because Jason. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're doing that. I need a sip of water. I'm sorry. Before we do this, my throat is dry. She's getting a little parched here. Getting a little thirsty. Listen, Alyssa, you don't have to get too gruesome with detail, but just give us like the lay of the land with uh, what happened. We'll get into it. Yeah. So. I knew this guy in middle school. I'm kind of convinced that he kind of had a thing for me, but I was really shy. So like he didn't really say anything to me. So jump to age 15. This kid already goes to school with Christian at this point. And at this point I had a boyfriend, not going to say his name, but I had a boyfriend at the time. And I'm pretty sure that this guy knew. And he, I think he starts off asking me for pictures of my titties. I was like, sorry, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, um, well, if we role play, then it's not cheating. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you could be the teacher and I'll be the student. And I was like, what? So he wanted me to be like, do you want that A? <laughs> like, so we know that he's submissive now. <laughs> so, so now we know he's not. He's not the dom. He's not a dom, no. Um, so, yeah. And then he proceeded to tell me that, like, he fills up a bag with lube. And he puts it in between his mattress. And he does stuff with it. We don't have to go further. Yeah, he he does stuff. right? 
And uh, then he proceeded to like, I don't know if he thought I, I would be like, oh, that's so hot. Like, can you imagine any girl saying, oh, that's so hot to that? Like, I don't think so. What? 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 That's like me saying like, I, I don't know. What would be a comparison? I don't know, just something like really, I don't know. Really weird, like I take a cucumber, like I don't know, like, obviously I don't, disclaimer, but like that would be like the equivalent of me telling Christian that and him being like, fuck. It's like, you're not supposed to, like that's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to do that with your mattress, boy. Yeah. So he tells me that, I'm like, okay. And then he wants me to rate his pee-pee. So and then he sends you a photo. Yeah. Which, what is it with this unsolicited photos of your genitals that guys do? I'll never understand it. So he sends me a photo. I think he's like, can you rate my... And I'm like, fine, whatever. And you're just like, don't you give him a 10? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I didn't want him to feel bad. I can't give him a one or something because that would... I, I've, I don't know why I felt bad because I was the one being harassed. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't know why you do feel bad in all these times. I felt bad because like I knew him and I, I didn't want to like be mean. So I'm like, you're 10. Mm. One word. Mushroom pencil. Two words, I guess. That's two words, but okay. Yeah. Two words, mushroom pencil. All right. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all I'm going to say. But yeah, th then I blocked him because it was too much. He asked me to do it again and then he wanted to role play and... You know, I, I had a boyfriend. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, this can spawn off into And then it. I asked my boyfriend at the time, I'm like, is this cheating? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. How is role playing not cheating? Because you're not yourself. You're. Because <laughs> if you're role playing, then you're pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. Then you're a different person. I've had yeah. two guys tell me this. He's not the first one to say role playing isn't cheating. Is that just like a phrase that like predators use? They're just. <laughs> I've had two guys ask me to role play and tell me that it's not cheating because it's like you're pretending to be someone else. It don't matter if you pretend to be somebody else in the bedroom. You're still yourself. You're still cheating. If you... T what? I'm just saying, stop hitting your hand on the table. Oh, I'm sorry. All I do is I'm, I hear every 10 seconds getting, is your hand I'm hitting the table. I'm getting crazy. I'm sorry. But if Christian went and he wanted to role play with some girl, I would not say, that. oh, it's fine. It's not cheating because you're pretending to be someone else. It's like all these, like we watch the shows on TV, but like the woman, like the girlfriends are in denial. They're like, I guess it's not cheating. I guess it's not. <laughs> like if I cheat, but I'm like in a Barney costume, does it not count because I'm Barney? I was pretending I was from the prehistoric age. Yeah, I was, I was from the dinosaur. Jurassic age. Yeah. Therefore, I didn't cheat on you. Barney did. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl. Girl. Like. Anyways. Chat. Anyways. Is that all, all you have for your stories? I think we gave a handful. Yeah. That was yeah, like yeah, yeah. a good amount of like unfortunate circumstances that occurred in my life gotcha gotcha yeah 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 well be careful whether it's people trying to reach out to you from the Republic of Uganda or the Jamaican guy Route 21 <laughs> or some creep that you went to middle school with and your boyfriend went to high school with <laughs> and now Christian can't even look at him the same way oh I've always told Alyssa like 
if I ever see him or something, I would be like, yo, so I hear you got a, you know what? <laughs> mushroom pencil? <laughs> mushroom pencil? Mushroom you just, pencil. You just call and just don't even say hi. Just be like, mushroom pencil? I'm like, if I ever saw him in person and like you were with me, I would just be like, mushroom pencil? Right? You, right? So you're the one who harasses women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do it. If, like, in front of his girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. This dude has been to Disney twice with two different girls in the same year. This is the level, this is the caliber of man Oof. we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, he's got the money. You want to take your girl to Disney? Power to you. I don't know. <laughs> All right. On that note. Stay safe. Stay safe. Block the creeps. Block the creeps. And uh, we will see you all later. Catch you in the next one. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Bye.